On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. Shake and bake! <laughs> Does that feel good? Yeah, it rhymes. They're both verbs. It's awesome. Welcome back, sports fans, to the next episode of the Shaving Points Podcast. My name is Quentin Crisco. You can find me on Twitter at Stats. You can find us on Twitter at shaving underscore points. That's PTS underscore pod. I'm joined here, as always, by my co-host, Jayden May. How you doing today, Jay? Doing fantastic. My name is Jay May. You can find me on Twitter at jmay56. Go check out our YouTube, uh, Shaving Points. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Interact with the boys. Uh, Reddit subreddit all that good stuff we're on there come talk to us let us know what you think giving out picks on the daily we have nba college basketball maybe one day we'll have baseball who knows but right now we got college and nba going out daily and one of these days i'm gonna make a nascar model one of these days can't wait golf's coming up soon we'll have a we'll have a golf pick so yes it's exciting time nfl's over that's sad it's always a, a sad day when the NFL season comes to an end. It's a long, long every, season. But every year, like the hour after the Super Bowl, it just hits me. And it's just like this post-mortem like, couple hours of like, man, it's over. Yeah, when it, as soon as the game ends, it's like you have like two hours of like, okay, that was a fun season. Then you wake up the next day. You're like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of the game, real quick, let's talk through some of our bets on it. How'd you come out? I came out fantastic. Um, plus 13 units on my bets placed. So, I mean, I hit some big ones. I had uh, two touchdowns. I had two touchdowns on Cooper Cup. I had first touchdown on OBJ. I had a non-quarterback throw a touchdown pass that was 11-1. to one. I did get absolutely screwed on a couple, though. So I got screwed on shortest touchdown over a yard and yeah. a half because I followed that and that hurt. The Rams just got gifted a first and goal. Um, and then I got screwed. I didn't get screwed, but I had OBJ to have more yards than T. Higgins, and he was well on pace. And Without the 75-yard touchdown, he still beats T. Higgins in that. So that's kind of heartbreaking. Um, then I had one more that I just barely missed. But all in all, really good. Uh, Bengals plus four and a half, easy winner. So can't, yeah. can't really complain too much. 13 units on the Super Bowl, eight units on the season, plus 21 units in total. So... Not a bad haul for the season, boys. Yeah, absolutely. I think I ended up only only up two units. I think uh, my props did 
not my props weren't great, but on the actual game, I, I hit multiple bets you know, on the Bengals to win, on the uh, total to be between. I think it was forty to fifty. I think was the yeah. bet, and then um, the teaser I had on the Bengals and the o- Bengals cover and the over hit, um, and then my my preseason prop for the Rams to win the Super Bowl obviously hit, and that one was. I think I was up four units on that one alone. Um, So most of my hedging was around that or most of my bets were around that. Um, And man, if, if the Bengals could have pulled off a touchdown, I would have been up 15 units. I was like, I'm not many bets. And I I just, that hurt. I'm not going to lie. That hurt. I had Joe Burrow over 277 passing yards. And he went to that final drive with, I think, 260. And I was like, oh, man, he's going to get it. Man, I had I had um, Rams up at half, Bengals to win. And it looked yeah. for so long. Like, like for most of that game, like, that was going to happen. Most of the oh, second yeah. half. And it was just that, that paid, like, 12 or 13 to 1 or something. Like, it would have been wonderful. But yeah, man, you can't no, – you, you can't – can't count the would have been because they don't count for nothing. Um, not. But ultimately, I ended up what up seven units on the year, so I'm happy with that for now. Hopefully, next year I can push up into the double digits, but we'll see. Winning money is winning money. All in all, pretty good Super Bowl, uh, I would say. Not yeah. terrible. Uh, not. I don't think it's an all time classic by any means, but it was competitive the whole game and. About as much as you could ask for. So, yeah, I was I was okay with it. Yeah. Um, man, I just I have this moral dilemma with it. Like, I'm just generally against the way the Rams built their team. Like, it's just, it's almost offensive the way they built that team. Like, the lack of depth and the way that they just, like, they do the exact opposite of what convention says to do to build that team. So it's like, it's bittersweet for me. What? I mean, they've been good the past couple of years and then they go get a quarterback and they go win it all. I mean, it's actually interesting. I hope hope it becomes the new norm because uh, you love to see parody in the league. I mean, you had the Buccaneers one last year, you got the Rams winning this year. Uh, Maybe next year it's the, Dolphins or the Broncos with Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? But who knows? So I, I was actually thinking about this yesterday. That so in 2018, the Rams and the Bears were in like the same place. They were so similar as teams, as far as like Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, Trubisky, Goff, like both limited limited quarterbacks who held the max up. The difference was the head coach in so many ways. And it's just like, it's crazy. It was crazy as I was thinking through it. Like, Well, Matt Nagy was the better coach. He's the one that won coach of the year. <laughs> Obviously. But like the way that the Rams went all in on Sean McVay, it's impre- like you need to be really sold on your coach to do what they did. Yeah. And Because it, it's like with Nagy, if the Bears had done all the same moves that the Rams did since 2018 – I feel like the the Bears wouldn't have gotten close to this. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, yeah, the Rams trusted their 
young offensive mind, and he delivered. Uh, been to two Super Bowls, one one. Um, would be funny if he retired. <laughs> it would. And then hug it I kind of hope he does, just because I want to hear him in the booth. Because you know that dude loves to talk ball. Yeah, he'll, he'll get the Gruden treatment for like 15 years. So every time a head coaching job comes up, he's going to be linked to it until a team gives him a 20 year, $20 million or $200 million contract or something. Yeah, until uh, Al Davis's grandson lowers him out of retirement with a ludicrous contract. I don't know. Mark Davis is going to live to be like 150. He is a peak physical specimen, Mark Davis. That he is. That he, I'm, I'm shocked he's not playing, honestly. I mean, well, P.F. Chang's is like the fountain of youth, apparently. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we got Speaking a Tweet of the, of the Week. Rams. Speaking of the Rams, we got the Tweet of the Week this week brought to us by uh, B.R. Gridiron on Twitter. And um, it's a picture of the – Rams general manager Les Snead and it says Les Snead wore a legendary shirt to the parade and it's just Les Snead's wearing a picture of himself that just says fuck them picks and that's it's glorious it's legendary just how we were just talking about how they built their team they don't need no picks give them all away we're we'll take Von Miller on a eight game rental for a second round pick. Like who needs a second round pick when you're getting Von Miller for eight games. So it's, it's honestly like, it's impressive that they've, cause they've had a ton of late round picks and I, I haven't went back and looked at how those guys did, but they have to have done something yeah. <laughs> for the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I think like, I don't oh, feel man. like they've drafted exceptionally well, but like, they must have with all it all be late round picks. It's the only way it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you got Cam Akers that did a little bit of something for him, but I mean, when you get guys like OBJ walking through the door for nothing, I mean, there's going to be one of those guys every year that ends up getting yeah. cut midway through the season that could contribute. Uh, there's always going to be a guy like that, but you can get walking through the door, and then you're going to get ring chasers in their 12 or 13th year. They'll take a discount to go play out in LA, play under Sean McVay. So. I mean, and for that passionate, NFL, passionate fan base, the LA Rams have. I don't think players give a damn about fans. <laughs> it's all about the hardware, boy. I mean, you could be right. That's where legacies are made. At the end of the day, nobody's going to talk about Matt Stafford winning a Super Bowl in front of 12 fans. They're just going to talk about the ring itself. <laughs> Hey, there were at least 15 fans out there today. Come on. There were. I mean, his wife and kids made up 10 of them. <laughs> Absolutely. But I love that shirt by Les Snead. I hope they start selling it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, need to. Uh, instead of like announcing a first round draft pick, just drop the merch. So all 14 of their yeah. fans can buy them. <laughs> you mean Matt but, Stafford's family? Yeah, but I mean, it's going to become the new norm. I mean, you're going to have you're going to have these these markets that can't ever find a quarterback, and somebody's somebody's going to give something up for Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's going to be in Green Bay, especially after back to back years of Tom Brady and Matt Stafford 
winning a Super Bowl in the first year with new teams. I mean, I, I can I'm see starting it. to get a uh, get a little worried about that after the news about uh, him and his fiance breaking up. Yeah, I mean, you think that makes him want to stay in Green Bay? No, I think uh, they might have broken up because he wants to stay in Green Bay. I don't think he wants to stay in Green Bay. Their cap situation is the worst in the NFL. I'm just let's just put it this way: I'm a little bit worried, just a little bit. I mean, if they go out and draft Jamison Williams or like a Chris Olave or something like that, maybe because like if he stays, Devontae's gone. Yeah, and. Without Devontae Adams, like, he really don't get nobody to throw the ball to. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Free agent. <laughs> yeah, even worse. Robert Tanyan. Uh, All Bob Tan. I don't know if he's a free agent. I don't think he is. I think I think he's still there. Yeah, I mean, they're screwed. And I doubt that's why they broke up. Aaron Rodgers breaks up with everybody. That's like his like fifth engagement the past three years. At least. But, yeah, um, we can get into a little bit of free agency talk. We're going we're gonna to talk about some of the projected uh, top paid free agencies in the 22 free agency era. And then we might sprinkle in a couple of guys outside the top 20 that we both feel might or may not garner some big time money. These are just all projections, people. Yeah. Set in stone. Some of these guys may resign with their teams and really never hit the open market. We'll see. A few of them, a few of them that we talk about might be franchise tagged. Like there's a good chance, yeah. but you just don't know till it happens. Yeah. But uh, before that, you want to get a quick word from our sponsor and wonderful people over at manscaped.com to go shave your, go shave your nuts with. Absolutely. All right. Take it away. Cupcake. Support for the Shaving Points podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code shaving points. No space in between that shaving points at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. Your favorite time in the bathroom. One of the, I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I feel confident shaving my boys. Do it for the boys. Doing it Do for it the for boys. boys. Yes, sir. Yeah, head on over manscaped.com. Use code shaving points. Free shipping worldwide. Worldwide. Wide. 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 Speaking of Devontae, 
The law. Tracker himself. Yeah, get we got some incredible nicknames for these guys. That might be the most <laughs> exciting part for some of y'all. But um, that Devontae the Law Adams, age 29, played his career so far with the Green Bay Packers. Um, Do you get a it? Lot of, his yeah. initials, D-A, the law. Yep. Love it. Yep. Fought the law and the law won. A lot of teams are going to be needing a receiver. Maybe the Colts with Aaron Rodgers. Just uh, go ahead and bring Devontae over with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. And they join them with Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis and talk about a wagon in a very weak division. Yeah. Never know. So most of the projections here. So so we're just going player by player based on their projected average annual salary. Um, so Devontae Adams is projected to be the biggest AAV annual average value, average salary um, at 23 million, according to PFF Brad on Twitter. Um, he works so, for PFF and over the cap. Dude knows he, he knows the contracts, the salaries so well. It's impressive. Um, but he has Devonte here av- looking at a four year deal, $93 million cap hit of about 23 million or a projected AAV of 23 million. Um, and then I just add some notes in here. Devonte Adams, there's really no scheme fit. He can play anything. Anyway, he can play inside. He can play outside. He can play an A system. He's just that good of a receiver. Um, yes, he is. Um, so with, with all these monster numbers and everything, it's pretty safe to say that, it's going to be really hard for Green Bay to keep him, so he's almost guaranteed to be out the door. So where do you see a guy like Devontae Adams fitting in with, especially in a league where receivers are becoming younger and younger every year, first-year receivers are producing at a level we've never seen before, second-year receivers, third-year receivers, all the same thing. So in a, in a time in the NFL where – it's easier and easier to find receivers every year, young receivers, cheap receivers. Who do you see going out and paying top money to go get a guy like Devontae Adams right now? Man, a dollars a dollars like like we're being talked about, it's tough to think a good team's gonna be able to swing it. Um I got the You know, on. like yeah, I mean I, I think team with the young quarterback um, who doesn't have massive issues at the offensive line, probably, um, who has cap room. I mean, this is a pretty conservative con- contract projection. There are some people who think he could be pushing $30 million, um, yeah, which I think is probably a little out there just because I think, I think Adams the wide wants to win. Yeah, and I also think the wide receiver position is becoming a little, I guess, devalued as far as money goes because, like I said, receivers are every year they're coming into the league league ready i mean you saw what jamar chase did this year justin jefferson city lamb um list goes on and on brendan Ayuk, debo samuel you see guys coming in every year that can produce at a high level uh, playing on rookie contracts and guys that i mean henry ruggs no longer no longer with us but i mean he was putting up monster numbers like you can find these guys in the teens in the 20s 
with low cap hits, fifth year options that it wouldn't, I mean, he's going to get his money. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see who pays him. Um, for some reason, I like I, I don't have a real good reason for for thinking this other than just like a gut feeling. I think the Raiders are going to go hard at him. Yeah, I can see that. Josh McDaniels. Uh, yeah, they are looking at extending Derek Carr with another monster contract, even though he's already got one monster contract. People were talking two years ago about him walking out the door in Las Vegas and uh, being traded, being cut, or whatever. And now it's looking like he's about to become another top five paid guy. So, yeah. Um, I mean, just a little more quarterback. You might as well have a receiver with him. Yeah. Especially a receiver who's, you know, three straight years at or above 1,300 yards. Yeah. What is that? 40 touchdowns in the last three years. And, Less than oh, yeah, fifteen and fifteen numbers. drops in three years. I mean, he's he's a monster, and yeah. especially like you know, McDaniel's is going to run a pretty detailed offense. And he's a guy who is a detailed route runner. He 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 does he wins with the little things. And I think that's something McDaniel's might value. Um, yeah, but outside of that, like someone like Jacksonville is a spot that makes sense just because they have the cap room and the young QB like. Like you mentioned, Jacksonville makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, it's just whether yeah, Devontae wants to go there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I mean, it just depends on what what he's looking for. Because, like, just going off the top of my head, good young quarterbacks with teams competing. Dallas doesn't need him. Uh, Arizona, mm, do they? I mean, they've already they, spent so much on wide receiver. Yeah, they, that's not really a position of need for them. Uh, and then the Bills can't afford him. The Chiefs can't afford him slash don't need him. Uh, the Bengals, well, I mean, what are you going to add another receiver? Yeah. To that? I mean, and then, I mean, a team that really needs him is Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'd love so, him in Chicago, but we can't afford him. Yeah, I mean, you, you go down the list of, of, young, of young QBs on teams that are ready to compete right now and it's just not a fit anywhere. So uh, yeah. is he going to go do a, a one-year deal or does maybe he signs a one-year deal somewhere where Aaron Rodgers gets traded to and he yeah. goes on a one-year deal for a discount to go try to run it back one more time. Last dance yeah. 2.0. <laughs> um, I don't think that'll be in Green Bay if he does that. If he takes the discount, I think it'll no. be with a team like Denver or Miami or uh, – Tampa Bay, uh, if if Rodgers ends up there or something, I could see him doing yeah. a one-year, like, one-year, 17 mil, like, fully guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that all makes sense. Things to be a limited pool, like you said, yeah. as far as who can actually bid on them, even. Um, yeah. Let's see. But let's move on to the next guy. Teddy Two Gloves. Cover Your machine, spready, bit, spready Bridgewater. So he's Covers looking at <laughs> always looking at projected two-year deal, forty million, twenty million AAV, um, which is quite a bump from what he's making at the moment. 
why make an 11.5 at the moment. Um, so yeah. we'll see. QB projections are always tough. It's how desperate someone is to get the guy. Um, so ideal scheme is no pun intended. Ideal role is a bridge QB. Ideal scheme is something he can throw short, not, not, not a downfield offense, you know, probably West coast offense. Um, great leader lacks arm talent about as simple as that. Um, He wins mentally. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where I could see him going. Uh, there's really not a team, a quarterback away right now that Teddy Bridgewater comes in and makes the jump for him. Yeah. And then maybe like, maybe he goes and backs up Daniel Jones. Indy could be to, a good fit. Indy could definitely get, be a fit. I think Indy's going to get somebody. I think they're going to get an Aaron Rodgers or – I think they're going to figure something out this offseason. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. Whoever, whoever yeah. gets left out of the – like, he's not going to Carolina. He's no. already been there. Maybe he stays with Denver if they miss out on Rodgers. If Denver yeah, gets Rodgers, maybe he goes to Indy. Denver um, kind of makes sense, but maybe maybe back to Minnesota. Maybe. I mean, if, if they move on from Kirk's cousin, who knows? But um, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if he ends hell, up. Maybe he ends up in New Orleans. As a backup. Who knows? Like, it's yeah. it's it's kind of a weird spot with the quarterback market. So much is dictated by where someone like Rodgers goes. Teddy's not going to Tampa. He That and offense does not fit him. Is Jameis not a free agent, or is he just not? I think he is. Position? He's just he's not going to get paid projected wise, at least, or the projections don't show him getting paid like this. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a bigger contract than Teddy Bridgewater, though. I mean, if I'm a if I'm a GM, I'll take I'll take Jameis over Teddy any day, um, because I mean, at least Jameis gives you that it factor to where yeah. You're betting on upside the, over the ceiling floor. is just so much higher. I mean, Teddy, yeah. Teddy's going to win in a, in a perfect scenario. He's going to win you eight to ten games, and then maybe mm-hmm. you make a miracle playoff run. But Jameis has the talent to go out there and win you a Super Bowl if he, he can keep it together. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's a big question, but I, I know what you're. I, I understand question, what you're saying. If you're gonna, it, I mean. If you could pay both guys the same amount of money, I'm taking Jameis. Yeah. The Unless, thing that really stands out to a, me looking at Teddy. QB, if you have a young QB that you think might be your future, then, yeah, I'll take Teddy Bridgewater over Jameis. Yeah. Uh, a, team who drafts, a team who drafts a guy like uh, Matt, Corral. Uh, Matt Corral or um, Malik Willis. Malik Will- yeah, Malik Willis. Like I could see them wanting to bring a guy like Teddy in because he's he's quick enough to run a scheme that those guys would excel in. Um, I mean, he, Teddy's Teddy, never been a runner, but he's Teddy quick. going to Teddy going to San Francisco would be very interesting because it looks like they're trading Jimmy G. It's almost all but guaranteed at this point. You think uh, they're, they're they're that done? You think they're done with Trey Lance that fast? I don't know if Trey Lance is ready. <laughs> well, he's got to be. <laughs> I mean, you bring in Teddy Bridgewater, and Teddy Bridgewater can start you three or four games to get the season started. And then if you need to play Trey Lance, you play him. I don't know. That team was in the conference championship. I think that money could be spent a little better elsewhere. 
I mean, maybe, but I mean, they're saving a lot of money if they trade Garoppolo. You're yeah. Still a huge discount compared to what you're paying and what you're bringing Teddy in for. Worst case scenario, you have the best backup quarterback in the league. Best case scenario, he gets you through like week four or five, and then you give Trey Lance a little bit more time. I mean, Trey Lance has started one competitive football games in like the past 36 months. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just don't see him giving putting enough money on it. I mean, so what happens when you start Trey Lance and he shuts down his leg for the first four games and you start 0-4? Should make a better draft pick. You got to start a guy you pick number two overall. Like, yeah. You got to. <laughs> I guess. But at the same time, I mean, with that talent, I would rather go – I mean, maybe they go get Carson Wentz too. Who knows? Maybe. Um but, He's more Man, I really, I really feel like New Orleans could be where Teddy ends up. Yeah, as a bridge guy, I mean, they're probably yeah. gonna end up. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up with Matt Corral, and Teddy would be perfect uh, to kind of bridge that gap. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Texas Tech just beat Baylor. Whoo! That's a wrecking boys. It, it's a wrecking Wednesday, isn't it? Wrecking Wednesday. Hey, Red Raiders win. Two and over is Bailey this year. No big deal. Projected number two seed. <laughs> um, Shout out. But yeah, I forgot when I was putting this together that Teddy Bridgewater made a Pro Bowl with the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. And he used to have a deep ball that just disappeared after he broke his leg. Yeah. He used to have a really pretty deep ball. He had like a Russell Wilson type deep ball. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What do we got next, Cupcake? Carlton Gravedigger Davis. Love that nickname. So, cornerback, Tampa Bay. Um, Outside, man coverage cornerback. You you don't want to be putting him into um, a ton of zones. I mean, you can throw quarters out there because it's like quarters match. It's basically man. But in that top bowl scheme, he's he's an ideal man outside cornerback. There's a very likely chance that he's getting franchise tagged. I'll, yeah, from everything I've seen, it's almost a guarantee at this point. But I think it also depends on what they do at the quarterback position because if not, I think they just let them walk and get their comp pick out of it and start rebuilding if they don't land an Aaron Rodgers because what's the point of franchising a tag and basically wasting that money when, uh, I mean, if they don't get Rodgers and they don't get Russell Wilson, I mean, what, what are they going to do? Are they going to go yeah. – are they going to go get a Carson Wentz? And is it worth franchising a top corner for one year of Carson Wentz? Then what happens if he doesn't have a great season? Then that third round compensatory pick turns into fifth or sixth round compensatory pick. Dude, if I'm Carson Wentz, going into the Bruce Arians offense is like a dream. Just being yeah, able already, to constantly be chucking it downfield, like he already he already throws the pick, so he's already got top yeah. player out of the way. Yeah, um, you, can see, you can see some Jameis Winston's type stat lines in that offense. Yeah, but so I mean, we don't have to spend much time on on Grave Digger here. Uh, that was the one nickname I could find for him. I was I was searching, 
But um, yeah, he's a corner. He'll, he'll get he's sticking around there. I think. I, I mean, he's he's actually. I mean, as far as PFF is concerned, he's given up a lot of touchdowns the last three years. But he is a sticky man coverage guy. I mean, yeah. he gets he gets targeted a fair amount, and he does not give up a high completion percentage. Like targeted as- every six to seven snaps. That's high for a number one corner, and yeah. he's below sixty five percent completion, below sixty percent two of the last three years. He, he's a good a good sticky corner. He struggled in the red zone would be my bet, but he's a guy yeah. who went on the field. I mean, as far as as far as positions that you want to pay on your team, I think corners probably right up there with quarterback and offensive tackles. Is because I mean, when you got a guy, it's hard to find a guy. I mean, you see you see watches that you, like people wash out on corner year after year. Even guys that are good turn out bad. So. If you got one, you want to keep him. So I wouldn't be surprised if they hold on to him. But like I said, if they don't have a quarterback, I wouldn't be surprised to just get that comp pick and start rebuilding. Yeah. Well, especially if Todd Bowles is kind of the coach in waiting in Tampa, they're not letting Carlton Davis go. He's He is the ideal Todd Bowles corner. Yeah. All right, Cupcake, what do we got? Is, is he the coach in waiting, or is Byron left Leftwich the coach in waiting? I don't know. I mean, that's I can see it going either way. It's I'd give it to Leftwich, but it's just me. Yeah, so would I. All right. Next up, we got Tyron Tyrannosaurus Rex Armstead, which is an incredible nickname. It is an incredible nickname. Kind of old. Uh, yeah, for the position. Uh, it says projected three years. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes like on a one or two year deal and he goes to a team like Cincinnati or something like that. Uh, that's desperate. And Man, my, a- my thing there is if they're desperate, they're giving him multiple years because offensive tackle is so damn hard to find. Yeah. Like I mean, these, these guys get paid to like overpaid every single year on too long of deals because teams are desperate. Yeah. I was thinking just pay him, overpay him for one year and then figure it out from there. But, yeah, they might overpay him for three or four years. Um, they might he has some big injury red flags, but he is very, very good at his job. Yeah, he's very good. Um, Bengals are being linked to Tyron Smith right now for the Cowboys as well. So uh, they are definitely, definitely looking for some O-line yeah. help. So definitely makes sense for them. Um, and you know, Mike McDaniel's down in uh, Miami is going to want to be paying the tackle too. Yeah, at, at nineteen two a year, it's kind of pricey. But I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, you can I mean, when he's healthy, he's arguably the best left tackle in the NFL, like top five can, for sure. You can draft interior O linemen with a little bit more consistency in later mm-hmm. rounds than tackles. Um, there's no guarantee that even if you draft tackle in the first round, trade up for one, that he's going to work out immediately. You have a proven veteran who's going to keep your quarterback upright, give you that extra yeah. half second Joe Burrow needs to get the ball out. I think it's just the, not necessarily just the sheer know. amount of human beings who have the length, size, foot speed, and brain to play offensive tackle in the NFL is very yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you need the length is so key there, and so is the foot speed. Like, you need to be yeah. big enough to play the the spot. It's just it's a small pool. Not very much so. So, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me to see him go there. Uh, who we got next? 
JC, one of my favorite corners in the league. I would love Cowboys go out and get just JC covers. Covered. Dude, this guy's gonna... a baller. I think this this projection's a little uh, little conservative on him, honestly. I think this dude's going to get paid. Yeah, I, I mean, he's going to get like that Byron Jones type money, $19, $20 million a year. Yeah. Um, we'll love to see him go to Dallas here. We got some good young corners. Um, we're looking to shed some cap, get two lockdown corners on that defense with Bert Diggs. Uh, I don't know if we'll call him a lockdown corner, but he's definitely could get turnovers. And then JC Jackson's a lockdown corner. Uh, be big time for that defense. So uh, I wouldn't, I, I think it's about time Jerry Jones makes a splash. It's been a couple of years. And from all the beat writers I've been seeing around Dallas, he is one of the the top targets in the in the front office. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of teams targeting this guy. Um, I mean, he he's played kind of a weird role in New England, like as far as what their coverages are, and it like I've seen some pretty mixed opinions on him. Um, but I think a lot of it is really just noise. I think this dude he can he can play a man scheme. He can drop into zone. Um, from what I read, I've read, Dan Quinn and like is obsessed with him. Yeah, like, I mean he's 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 Dan Quinn style cornerback. Um, dude's a ball hawk, outstanding ball skills. What is that? Twenty three interceptions the last three years. I mean, this dude just gets the ball constantly. And yeah. I was reading um, that zone coverage is kind of a weakness for him, but I don't know how much I buy it even. Um, I think this guy can play pretty much outside corner in, in most schemes. Um, I don't know yeah, if you would... necessarily would want him press man constantly, but I mean, he plays in space. Well, you you don't get that many interceptions without playing in space. Well, yeah, I don't want, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if the Patriots figure out a way to uh, keep him on that team. You got a good young quarterback on a rookie contract. You want to keep the talent in house when you have a quarterback on a rookie yeah. contract. Um, but at the same time, historically, they don't pay people. Last offseason, they went out and paid everybody. So They paid Stephon Gilmore. Paid him to leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but A few years yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually they'll pay one or two guys. I mean, uh, and he might be that guy. But then they went out last year in free agency and spent a lot of money. So. Um, yeah, if, if, you're, if you're going to go out in free agency and spend money, the best time to do it is when your quarterback's on a rookie deal. So, yeah. All right, let's move on to the next guy here. We got Chris the God Godwin. Looking at 26-year-old 20, receiver out of Tampa, looking at a four-year, $70 million deal, about seventeen five a year. Um, he's just a versatile receiver. He's not like – he doesn't blow you away with speed. He's a good route runner, but I mean, I he can like, just do it all. He can just do it all. I feel like he needs to be in a system where he's not the true number one, but there's also a good number two there where he can be that, that two or three guy where he can play slot and he can play outside. Yeah. Uh, he can be moved around like kind of the way Devonte Adams is where he's just moving all over the formation. Like, I don't yeah. know if he could, handle the volume of a Devontae Adams, but that's what I mean by he can do it all. He can go inside, he can go outside, he can play deep routes, intermediate routes, short routes. I mean, there's there's no real hitch to his game. Yeah, and if Tampa figures out their quarterback position, I wouldn't be surprised if he stays there in Tampa. Um, 
another teams I could I could see him. Uh, I don't know the Tennessee's cap situation, but I think he would fit in perfect with that Tennessee offense. Uh, short and immediate passes that he can uh, break deep with. Him and AJ Brown would be fantastic. I don't know how mm-hmm. I don't know how long they're committed to Julio, but uh, him yeah, being like the number him being the number three option. I mean, Julio can't stay healthy, so yeah. it'll be him and AJ Brown anyway. But the, yeah, the I, Bears I, will be reaching out to Godwin for sure about being yeah, with Luke, one. Losing um, a Rob, I don't yeah. know if I want Godwin as my number one though. See, I don't know if you have much of a choice for the Bears. <laughs> yeah, but if I'm the Bears, I would just save the money and just maybe, I mean, go get a guy like Gallup or something like that and just hope you can hit something in the draft. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, I I think you're overpaying at, at these projected prices. Yeah. But Well, it's free agency. Like, you're always overpaying. Yeah, you're always overpaying, but – I mean, to me, if I'm going to be overpaying, I'm going to be overpaying because I'm a contender, not just because yeah. I have a young, not just because I have a young quarterback that needs somebody to get the ball to. I yeah. feel like there's a lot cheaper options to get that to get that figured out. Yeah, we'll see. Um, some other teams that might be interested in him. I'm having a hard time thinking. Like Chargers receivers, tough this year, man. So many teams have receivers, like. The Chargers could make sense. Um, it's just a question whether they want to put the cap that much cap at the wide receiver spot with Keenan Allen. What if I'm the Chargers? I would rather try to hold on to Mike Williams before paying Chris really? Godwin. But I'd rather pay Godwin. Well, Mike Williams can't stay healthy, but I mean he's the big body receiver. Uh, Keenan Allen and Chris Godwin are like the same person, and then Keenan or yeah. Mike Williams could be like your big body go to guy. But at the same time, he can't stay healthy, and neither can Keenan yeah. Allen. Then Godwin's been having injury issues lately too. So yeah, he has. Um, Seattle makes sense for him. Seattle uh, could make some sense, but, but that's kind of the Tyler Rocket, Lockett rule, though. If they if if Lockett's still around, if Russ is gone, who knows what's going to happen with Lockett? I think Russ. I think Russ is gone. Uh, if Russ ends up in Pittsburgh, like everybody's talking about, Pittsburgh makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, a lot of you stuff. know Vegas makes a lot of sense for Godwin too. They just need receiver help, and yeah, he's another yeah, guy who's in the details, can play all over the place. He's he's a chess he's a piece Josh for Dan- yeah, yeah. Josh Daniels type guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't surprise anyone, but uh, yeah, Raiders wherever Russell Wilson goes, I like both those yeah ideas. All right, rolling into the next one, we got. Von Von, Miller. The Chinese Dragon. (laughs) I love that nickname. Uh, 33 uh, years old. Just traded to LA. uh, I think he's going to be a one year deal. He might. He says projected to. I think he's just He's made a lot of money in his career. Realistically, some of these two year deals, they could be one year with a void year. You know, it it could just be something like that. Um, But. I mean, Von Miller's not handcuffed to any scheme. He can get after the passer in a, in a four-man front, a three-man th- front. That doesn't really matter. He's Von freaking Miller. Um, bring, that, bring that boy back to Texas. would be a fit. It would always be a fit, no matter where love, he's going. I love Von Miller. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to a contender no matter what. It wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't surprise me if, he, if, I, if you see him on the Chiefs, uh, re-sign with the Rams, Bills. I think he's going to go somewhere – where he thinks he can win a ring, dude. And 
Oh, he would. The Bills would be filthy if they could get him. I doubt he wants to go to Buffalo. Just being what you've seen Von Miller to be like, but yeah, I, I mean, who knows? The Bills his, would be terrifying with him. His, chick, his chickens would die if he went to Buffalo. To yeah, every chickens. Um, yeah, protect his, chickens. Kansas City with Chris Jones and Frank Clark would be yeah nasty. Uh, yeah. Dallas would be nasty. Uh, especially if we get another linebacker in there with Micah Parsons. The, the uh, Chargers would be nasty. The Chargers. Chargers, yeah. But if he goes to the Chargers, he'll get hurt. I mean, that's kind of the fate of anyone who goes to the Chargers. <laughs> they can't keep anybody healthy on that team. But Chargers would be nasty. would love to see it. Um, yeah, but, I, I mean, I think it's a contender for sure. I don't I – don't, yeah. Unless somebody offers him like the Jags, give him like some like five year. Even like, then, I, I just don't think he, I think he just wants rings, you know. Like, yeah, he's he's made a lot of money already. Yeah. So, yeah, Von Miller, Chinese dragon, stamp him down for coming to a contender like, near you. Yeah. Hopefully, Dallas. <laughs> I mean, that dude got replace Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory and possibly Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. All right. What well, we got up next here? We have speaking Mike of the devil, Williams. just Mike about him. Williams. He is about to get big body overpaid. See, this what is a what shocker. Like the Bears. He had a this great is, year right before his contract was up. <laughs> the, this is who I like for the Bears. I think this is a perfect fit for Justin Fields. Really? Yeah, big body guy, possession receiver. I mean, see, I want speed. I want speed with fields. I want. I want home run hitters. I mean, he has that though as well. I don't know. I mean, I he just scares me with his injury history. Like he had a really good year, but he's gonna. But yeah, if we're talking about him and Godwin, I'll take Mike Williams over Godwin with a with a guy like Justin Fields any day of the week. Maybe. I don't know. I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. But somebody's um, gonna pay him. He he's probably the highest upside receiver in the entire frame. Yeah. Oh, I loved him in that draft class. Like I thought he was gonna be a monster. And he's been good, but like he just couldn't stay on the field. It would, I won't be surprised to see him as a franchise tag guy. Uh especially with the you know man on a rookie contract. You know who he reminds me a lot of? Alshon Jeffrey. I was going to say uh, uh, Corey Davis, but yeah. No, nah, because Corey – I mean, maybe Corey Davis, actually. But, yeah, just, just the, the injury history really reminds me of Alshon Jeffrey, a guy who so big by receiver – I mean, yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, they still need receiver help, uh, even after Devontae Smith. But um, – they got seven picks in the first round. They'll be all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of receivers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to go after him. I mean, Chicago probably will. They need their only receiver on the roster right now is Darnell Mooney. So, like, they need receivers desperately. Do you need anybody else when you have Darnell Mooney? I hope they need Cedric Wilson. That's who I want. But <laughs> For the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. I. I want yeah. him. I also want him. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think Cowboys are more inclined to keep Cedric Wilson over uh, um, Gallup. Yeah, Cedric Wilson is going to get. He's not going to get a big bag or anything, but like I just, no. I think he has a lot of upside. Um, yeah, I think I think Kellen Moore really likes Cedric Wilson. He can, I mean, he's he can do anything. He can throw the ball for your little gadget plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can play the he can play the X, Y, and the Z. He's all over the field. So if it's between him and Gallup, and we're for sure keeping one, which I don't even know for plan on keeping one of them, but I, I think they keep Wilson over Gallup. Yeah. All right, what we got next? Chandler, Chandler Closer Jones. Jones. Speaking of guys who the Patriots didn't want to pay. Yeah, and probably had the best post-Patriot career out of any Patriot that didn't get paid oh, by yeah. the Patriots. Uh, oh, yeah. Monster, monster. Uh, had a, a six-sack game earlier, first game of the season. Half his sacks this year came in that game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they did. Uh, um, yeah, Chandler Jones is a monster. He's been a monster for a long time. Perennial all, all pro guy. No. Well, I guess he only has two. Feels like he Nothing's has changed about him besides his injury injury concern. I mean, he's he, he's yeah, not he's about to lose lose his speed. He's not about to lose his get off from the line. Like he's gotten at this point, it's it's still there. Um, it's just whether he's going to stay healthy. And as a rotational pass rusher, every contender should want this guy. Yeah, I mean, this is another Von Miller type situation. I think he just goes somewhere where he has the best chance at winning a ring, and I don't know where that is for him. But I, I don't think he stays in Arizona. I think, I think he's for sure gone out of Arizona. I could see, but, I could see Cowboys going after him too, just like Von yeah. Miller. Yeah, uh, yeah. Any, I mean, Cowboys are going to go after edge rushers and defensive backs, and I think. Mm-hmm. As far as receiver goes, I think we're going to try to pick it up in the draft and grab an O-lineman uh, and then probably cut Demarcus Lawrence, uh, trade Tyron Smith, cut Zeke, and Ron You know Curry. who else I could see, like, really overpaying one of these edge guys? If, like, they're not a contender, but I could see I could see the Giants or Jets going all in on an edge guy and just, like, way overpaying Jets someone. for sure. Jets always like to go get those old big names and yeah. give them all the money in the world. And then you have to play for but the Jets and be terrible. The Bills are another team that, like, like I said with Bob Miller, like yeah, adding, go after adding a speed rusher like this to their defense would completely change them. Like it just adds yeah, another no. element that they really lack. Yeah, and they play on a lot of grass. Uh, edge rushers love grass. Yeah. So – all right, let's move on. Brandon, Scherf. Brandon the freak Scherf. He is this a freak. monster. Yeah, I think he's absolutely monster. Contender. So do I. But um, he's had he's had a lot of health issues the last few years. But I mean, he's he, he's an all pro caliber offensive they're get, guard. They're getting Jimmy G. I think I think they get Jimmy G. I think they go get a receiver. They resign their offensive line, and they give it one more year with that defense because I think they still think that that defense could be special, and it very well could be. I th- the D but line has the talent to be. The entire defense has the talent to be, especially yeah. the D line. But yeah, uh, there's supposedly 
uh, it's from from some people I've been seeing, it's basically a done deal. Other people are saying that it hasn't even been discussed, but giving up their first rounder for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, great trade for first 49ers. Rounder? Yeah, that's the rumor. Wow. But if we'll I'm see. them, I mean, if I'm them, I'd rather go get Kirk Cousins. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that almost went right over my head. <laughs> Be a yeah. genius move. They're, they're a Kirk Cousins guy away from being a contender. <laughs> All right, let, let, let's just leave this one at that. He's they probably can, going back to Washington to block for Kirk's cousin. Uh, yeah, they, what we they got can, next? They can uh, get Kirk Cousins and franchise tag him for all time. There you go. Yeah, just for just for just for the goof. <laughs> Let's just all go right. ahead and pencil this guy in for Dallas. You think so? No, nah, well, we won't pay him, but uh, I would love it. Talking the honey badger here to Ron Matthew, Kansas one City safety. Favorite, one of my favorite players in the league. He's been one of my favorite players ever since his time at LSU. Rocking that number seven, do-it-all type guy. Completely energizes his entire defense. Dude. Four all-pros, three Pro Bowls. This dude is a perennial superstar, future Hall of Famer. He's going to completely change the entire dynamic of a defense wherever he goes. I think he stays in Kansas City. But Anyone who has more all-pros than Pro Bowls, automatically is like one of my favorites yeah because it means they've been great at their job and haven't gotten enough recognition um this dude plays everywhere man he plays fast no matter where he is on the field and you line him up wherever the hell you want to he is just an incredible football player yeah and the 14 14 interceptions nine touchdowns in the past three years for a safety well touchdowns allowed Oh, those are touchdowns allowed. I thought, yeah, oh, I couldn't. Man. I couldn't fit it in there. Those are touchdowns allowed. That's still pretty good um, yeah. for a safety. And well, the thing that really stuck out to me on him is like he's given up less than ten yard, or like right around or less than ten yards of reception for most of the last three years for oh, a safety maybe. per yeah. reception. A safety doesn't come into coverage until ten yards beyond the line of scrimmage. <laughs> Like he, that's, he rest, he he's coming downhill there. on these guys. He's, I mean, he lines up closer than that on plays, but it's just, yeah. When you're bringing a safety down like that, there are so many instincts that matter, and to be giving up only ten yards of reception is really, really impressive. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where he ends up. I would love to see him stay in Kansas City, but if he doesn't, ah, yeah. uh, I could see him being another guy who just tries to stick with a contender. Yeah. Um, well, he's, think, he's ring chasing at 30 years old. I mean, he's made money. I don't, I don't see him because like Philly makes sense for him on paper, but I don't see like, unless you think Jalen Hurts is good. I don't see him going to Philly. Uh, Washington's also a team that could make sense for him, but on paper, but does, no. would, would he want to do that? Yeah. Um, Maybe the Raiders, but I don't know how aggressive the yeah. Raiders are going to be in free agency. I mean, I think it's back to the same pe- – I think we're still on – throw them on the Chargers next to Derwin James maybe. I don't know. That would be filthy. Uh, that would be absolutely filthy if James can stay healthy. Um, yeah. Hell, Robert Sala 
would love this guy if he would go to the Jets, but I don't think he's going to go to the Jets. Yeah, I mean, it really just depends on what you think about the quarterback there, Zach Wilson, because they got the money to pay people to get a good squad put together. They have yeah. a, they have some three or four pieces on the O line. They have some wait, receivers. They got where some did Wink? Depth. Where did Wink Martindale go? The Giants. Uh, I, I think he went to the. I think Wink Martindale's the Giants DC now. Uh, with Dable, I think, and Honey Badger is a Wink player. Like he would love this guy. Yeah, uh, let's see. Baltimore. Bolt. Wink Martindale was with Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Giants. Giants. Yeah. And speaking of Baltimore, I mean, if Baltimore's running a similar defense to what Wink was doing there, they would love him, and they need they need help on defense. Like, I mean, Chuck Clark's yeah. a good safety. I don't remember who they had across from Chuck Clark, but um, my only my only thing about the Ravens is that I don't think players really believe in Lamar. Really, I think they they like to act like they do. Yeah. But I don't know if they truly believe it. I could be yeah. wrong. I love Lamar. I think Lamar's very good. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like from players, it's almost like they feel obligated to stick up for him because the yeah. media trashes him so much. But when it like when push comes to shove, they know that's like not who they want as their quarterback. Yeah, maybe. Kind of um, like Kyler Murray, <laughs> but for different reasons. Yeah. All right, who else we got? Let's try to get a few more in here. Duck boy. Duck boy. Marcus Williams. This is my favorite nickname I found. Same. If they can pay him, yeah. I mean, this guy makes Dennis Allen's defense go. I mean, just looking at his stats, just looking at his stats, getting ready for this, this dude is so underrated. And they just hired the defense coordinator as the head coach. Yeah. He's a Dennis Allen guy. This is his first I mean, contract. Maybe he I gets help. Maybe he gets help because their corners are good. I don't even know if that necessarily makes sense. But, like, he's getting targeted once every 40 snaps. Yeah. QBs aren't looking at him. They just, they're, they're just, they, they just, they see him out there and say, I'm going the other way. That's, that's an insane number. Now, here's a guy I could definitely see going to, a rebuilding team that can pay a lot of money. Yeah. The kid's young. He can sign a four-year deal and then go chase rings when he's in his 30s. This screams Jaguars. Uh, Jets. Jets, a, Texans. A center fielder in that cover three, like Salah. Yeah, Jet, I mean, that Jets, would make sense. Texans. Um, maybe even Indy. Indy's still got a lot of money. Who knows what they do at quarterback? Yeah. Uh, maybe they go out and grab a guy like this. Who knows? Uh, I would love him in Chicago in the in the uh, cover two concepts that they're going to run under Eberflus, but they probably can't. Yeah. Afford no, I think I think he ends up going to just Houston. The better. Houston would make a lot of sense if he's willing Houston to makes, Houston makes to go sense. into that mess. Lovey Smith would love this guy. I don't think Houston's going to be that big of a mess for much longer. I mean, they. Lovey Smith's going to be a guy for two or three years. Uh, they're going to 
eventually find a quarterback maybe who knows right. they're gonna get i, I meant more their a- front office mess and the yeah. entire organization like top down organization but when you're when you're 25 and you can go live in h time um h time make all that money <laughs> boy uh i think you gotta do it and yeah He's going to be making every – he might become the highest paid safety in the history of the league. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think he follows that money. In H-Town. In H-Town. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, love, I love this guy. Like, I, I think he's very underrated. H-Town. All right. Let's, let's see if we can get one more in here. How much do we get left after Duck Boy for the top 20? Um, we got Eric Fisher next. Uh, we, we can kind of just run through him real quick. Yeah. Eric Fisher, old guy, uh, former number one pick out of Central Michigan. Um, and this is another guy, guy I think is Ring Chasing. I think this perfect fit for Cincinnati. Yeah. I can see Cincinnati just th- like saying, come here, we'll throw money or at Or the you. Rams. I could see him going to the Rams yeah. for a cheap deal. With Whitworth uh, gone. With. Whitworth is still going to play for 14 more years, but he can. Uh, Eric Fisher can still play right tackle as well. That's what, he, yeah. that's what he played early in his career. So, Eric Fisher, ring chaser at age 31. Yeah. Another guy who's just like, there's only so many human beings with that size, length, foot, speed combo, and he's one and of he's them. Made, and he was before the rookie cap deal. So, uh, yeah, he made a ton of money early in Yeah, his I forgot about that. All right. <laughs> Who else we got? Oh, A-Rob. A-Rob is in the weirdest spot. Like, that franchise tag plus his effort this year plus Matt Nagy, like, completely screwed him. I have no idea where his contract's going to truly be. Looking at some of the other positions that – or some of the other wide receivers that are available this free agency, they have him projected, like, above guys like DJ Shark, uh, Michael Gallup. Yeah. Uh, Christian Kirk. I don't know if he gets more money than them. I think neither he does. do I. I, I think, think this is a pretty high, pretty generous thing. Like projection. He's gonna get. A, I, I feel like this is a one-year prove-it deal for him going somewhere. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see Arizona go after him, losing Christian Kirk, throw him in there with D Hop. Uh, I can guarantee Kyler's, you one thing: Kyler no matter where he goes, he's going someplace with a good QB. Like yeah. He's never having a QB in his he's life. He's fed up with not having good QBs. Yeah, maybe the maybe the Jaguars go back and get him. Who knows? But um, yeah, so A Rob, they got him projected three years. I think it's a one year deal somewhere yeah. with a good quarterback. Maybe he goes and follows Aaron Rodgers somewhere. Who knows? The only reason I would see him doing more years than one is he's twenty eight. He this could be his last chance to get a multi year payday. Yeah, but if he go if he gets more years, I mean, I don't know. Um I think it just depends on the situation. But yeah. Like like I was saying earlier in the pod, like I think the the longer we go here in the next couple of years, wide receivers like they're they're gonna become they're gonna become like the running there are back. too like, many freaks coming out. Like yeah. I, I feel like more and more basketball players are opting for football. And yeah, it's, it's like flooding it. It's kind of like the running back position lately. Like, why am I going to pay a running back top money when I can go get a guy in the yeah. seventh round to give me 1,100 yards and seven touchdowns? Yeah. All right. What else? 
who is next? The Nigerian Nightmare. This is one of my favorite players, honestly. I was about to say this is one of my favorite players in the league right here. Yeah. This dude gets no recognition. Like, I don't know why. He's he's a tweener. He's 100% a tweener. He's an edge sometimes. He's an interior guy sometimes. But he produces, man. I don't care that he's a tweener if he produces. This is a guy that I think is going to fall through the cracks and end up in New England. Possibly. He's that kind of guy. Um, I would love the Bears to grab him and stick him at the three-tech. But he can't take on double teams against the run. That's the thing that worries you with him. But as a pass rusher, he is just a – he's a a, a Nigerian nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Emmanuel Ogba. One of our favorite players. Keep an eye out for him. Um, next one we got Doodoo. <laughs> Another one-year deal projected for him. Dude, he's he's the Kirk Cousins of edge rushers at this point. Jadavian Cloudy. He just does one-year deals constantly. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be another one-year deal. It's This is the best year he's ever had, though. Yeah, but, I mean, he's already made plenty of money. Yeah. He was a former number one overall pick. Um, I think he's ring chasing for the rest of his career. Uh, Rams make a lot of sense for him. Uh, yeah. That's one year, $15 million for, for the listeners. Yeah. I think I think the Rams would do it. I think KC would do it. Uh, if Dallas decides to spend money in free agency, I think they could do it. But we haven't spent money in free agency since we signed uh, Brandon Carr. Back in like 2012, so I feel, I just feel like it's going to be a team do. who thinks they're on the cusp of winning, that, but is really it, on the cusp of losing everything. That's like, what it's been here lately. Yeah. So the Cardinals. So he's going to the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals. Lock it in. Lock it in. Yeah. Put all your futures for Jadavian Dudu Clowney to go to the Arizona Cardinals. All right. Let's move on. Got the Tickle Monster next. Ooh, so you didn't have a nickel na- nickname, so I just gave him one. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds correct to me. Uh, we got Harold Landry, the third edge rusher out of Tennessee here. Uh, this, to me, looks like a pretty clear and cut franchise tag for Tennessee. You got a young guy. Um, yeah. Might not want to pay him yet, but um, he has shown production. He's kind of in that DeMarcus Lawrence role for the Cowboys. I think he's a when- guy who, if if he gets a big payday, is going to be like, could be regrettable. I mean, his his sacks have been there, but some of the other metrics on him have not, um, yeah. which makes you, makes you wonder a little bit, especially playing in the division they play in, where sacks might be a little bit easier to come by. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's my thought on him. Yeah, for me, uh, it reminds me a lot of Demarcus Lawrence without the ability uh, in the run stop game that Demarcus Lawrence had. I mean, that's what uh, Demarcus Lawrence does. <laughs> that's like his best thing. <laughs> but he got paid for his pass rushing yeah. abilities. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. But I think uh, some of his pa- some of his Yannick and Gakwe is who I think. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think Dallas pretty in- instantly regretted that decision playing Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, just because he can't stay healthy, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think this is a pretty clear, obvious choice of a franchise this, tag for Landry. There's a bunch of young talent projecting four years, 60 mil. So that's a big contract if he has to get franchised. Yeah, next up, Master Bates, Tennessee. Uh, Jesse. another young guy coming up on his uh, 
ending his rookie contract here. Five years, seventy-two million. Uh, Twenty-four think, years old. Yeah, I think since he lets him walk, uh, really one of. The, I mean, it's so expensive, and maybe you pay yeah. him since Joe Burrow's on a rookie deal. But I mean, to me, I think I'd he's a franchise him. tag. Personally, yeah, I could definitely see a franchise tag and try to beef up that O line. I don't think they pay him long term right now, but franchise yeah. tag definitely makes sense. Um, yeah, super young guy. Range uh, for days. He's another guy that I mean he he could fit into that that Houston Jacksonville. He was uh, like a fifth round Carolina. pick or something, so he's looking to get paid. Yeah, if he walks, he's probably taking guy. the bag somewhere. He's he's not he's not chasing chasing yeah. the record. Yeah, in his mind, he can probably go sign a five-year deal then chase rings after that so yeah and i think safety it this is this is like the first time in probably five or six years where safeties are gonna start bringing in big money um because the last the last few big safety contracts have been regrets i mean you look at jamal adams you look at eddie jackson you look at um the kid in Washington for Atlanta Collins, for the, like that. It's just the production is hard to to see all the, the time. The safety position is so difficult and right now in the NFL. It's so hard to assess. Period. Like scouting and safety is one of the toughest areas to scout. Like it's the just so hard is, to differentiate from those around them and them. Yeah, safety is probably you have to be like one of the most dynamic players on the field. You got to be able to come in and play in the box and be a run stuffer. You also have to well, be able to guard some of the best tight ends and freak athletes in the league. And then you still have to be able to keep up with the fastest uh, wide receivers in the league and not get, let anybody get over the top of you. And, uh, and crazy no matter how systems, no matter how good you are, you're still very reliant on everyone around you. You know, and if, if you get burned, it's a highlight. If a quarter yeah. gets burned, it's like, Oh, okay. But every time a safety gets burned, you always see, the wide receiver about 10 yards away as soon as you start to mm-hmm. turn your hips and then all of a sudden they're 10 yards past you by the time you get your hips turned and the worst part on some of those is it might not even be their fault yeah. but it's their fault because that's what that's what the highlight says you know yeah. if someone else blows a coverage it lands on you yep but yeah uh i think franchise tag makes a lot of sense here but yeah. if not i don't think they pay him long term here um with with some of the young players they have and having to revamp that O-line, I think they put their money elsewhere if if they don't franchise tag him. All right, let's 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 get these last few in while we're this far. All right, the Gilmore effect. Stephon Gilmore, uh, cornerback, 31 years old, coming off a year in Carolina, uh, projected for a two-year deal, $28 million, average of 14. Um, he's older, I, I could- but... I can see Gilmore just going to the highest better, just getting that yeah. bag. He's I, th- I think he's just getting his final payday. He, he's got all the hardware, defensive player of the year, Super Bowl champion. Uh, has never really made big, big money. I mean, the the Patriots paid him well, but other than that, he's never really got that yeah. massive bag. Uh, could see him definitely just – uh, chasing that bag here and uh, retiring here in about two to three years. 
this is one where I caution that whoever pays him might regret it just because I question how healthy he's going to be the rest of his career. He's, he's really grinded. Or just, or just how and, much he cares. I mean, I know you yeah. can't not care in the NFL, but at the same time, like what well, he doesn't really have much else left to prove. Yeah. Like he's, he's started that decline and I think he's still going to get paid, but it's like, yeah. I don't know that he's going to, He's going to age could, that wealth at this point. I could see Matt. I could see Matt Roll just giving him a three-year deal because, yeah. I mean, Carolina's trying to rebuild. They're going to have a little bit of money in their pockets. He's one of those guys that just the the veteran presence of him in the locker room can be far more valuable than his actual play on the field. Yeah, and when you're trying to build a defensive first mindset, uh, he's somebody you want in your locker room. So I wouldn't be surprised one bit if Carolina pays him and keeps him. Yeah. All right, moving on. Last one, poop boy. <laughs> OBJ likes to get ring chasing. Up. Yeah, I think OBJ is uh, fully committed to ring chasing right now. He's mm-hmm. got one. I don't uh, know where he'll end up. I don't. He got a monster deal from Cleveland. He's gotten paid, but I mean, the narrative going in was like, so he was opposite of. Cooper Cup, when you look at them side by side, you're going to be like, oh, he had to he had to carry the load. But then Cooper Cup ended up having the best receiving season of all time. But you know, it might be it might be a year or two early for this, but this screams Patriots to me. Maybe it's a year or two down the road, but the Patriots love I don't to know get if the Patriots the, can afford him unless they get older receivers. I mean, I think he might go for cheat. He might just say, "I'm, I'm gonna go try and get a ring." To Matt Jones, though. Yeah, I guess having Mac Jones kind of changes that. <laughs> but but uh, I mean, it just screams got, a Bill Belichick move to try try to go get go get OBJ and try to I revive mean, they, him. They just bought two monster tight ends in free agency last year. Paid Nelson Aguilar a lot of money. They paid another wide receiver a lot of money. Like. I don't know how much more spending they're going to do in free agency. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. I, I, it's just a gut feel. Like I don't have a ton of logic behind it. It, it feels it like feels, something Bill Belichick's going to try. It feels like Tom Brady esque. Like if if Tom yeah. Brady didn't retire, it feels yeah. Like I guess somewhere. you're probably right. It's more Tom Brady than Bill Belichick. I bet you Brady because was the I, guy getting Chad Johnson and Rand, like he was and Randy Moss, and yeah. uh, they brought another guy in like late in his career. I forget who, but it's that was probably all Brady. You're right. Oh, well, I didn't even think of him. <laughs> or or yeah. who knows? Maybe Vegas with Josh McDaniels. I wouldn't be. Uh, I've heard him already being linked to the Chiefs. Uh, I think that's a oh, great really? fit. I that would be an outstanding a, fit. Uh, put him opposite of Tyreek Hill. They've been looking for a number two to Tyreek Hill. If they can get OBJ on the cheap, uh, and OBJ might not even be ready till about week four or five. So yeah. I think it's going to be a one year deal. I don't think anybody's going to sign him long term. Um, so, yeah, I think he fits into that Chiefs offense perfectly. Byron Pringles hasn't really done anything. Nicole Hardman yeah. hasn't really done anything. They need a solid number two uh, with Kelsey and uh, Hill there. So, I think OBJ. That would make a lot of sense. One year, $12.5 million to $15 million, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Uh, get get Because you got about one or two more years on that Mahomes contract before you're really going to be hurting. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it makes perfect sense for them, especially if they can keep uh, the honey badger 
there. They got their offensive line locked down for about two or three years. They got good running backs. Uh, defense was really good late in the season for the most part. So yeah. we're really just missing another guy because you you lock down Tyreek Hill and you can you can kind of limit Kelsey. And you saw what that offense kind of turtles down to. So you get one yeah. more guy and it could be game over. Yeah. I agree. I mean, the Chiefs make the most sense here. If that, I mean, if that's where he's already being linked, I, I mean, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah. But apparently, that was. I, I forgot the actual. I forgot like the story that I read, but apparently, it was Chiefs this year, and then last second, like McVeigh swayed him, and it was basically just sold him in L.A. But he told McVeigh he was like, "I'd rather play with Mahomes than Stafford," and. <laughs> Then turns out he ended up going to LA anyway, but yeah. Or who knows? Maybe that maybe the char- he like wants to go with Herbert and the Chargers or something. I mean, I, you could definitely see that too. Um, I feel like the Chargers have to prove a little bit more before people start going there to yeah. actually chase rings because I don't think any veteran wants to yeah. step into Mahomes' division and be like, yeah. I'm coming here to win a ring. And then you play yeah. Mahomes twice a year. That's fair. Um, Buffalo is another spot that makes sense, but I just don't see OBJ going to Buffalo. No, and I don't. I, I just don't. He does. Yeah, no, I don't think Buffalo. They, they're going to need. Bu- they, they might need to replace Emmanuel Sanders. That's no where for sure. It makes sense. No, to me, but like, I, he's not going to Buffalo. If, if Buffalo wasn't <laughs> Buffalo, like if the if the entire Buffalo team. <laughs> was in San Antonio. Then you're like, okay, yeah, I could see it. But like yeah. Buffalo, no. I don't I don't <laughs> Buffalo I don't know. <laughs> you know uh, man, you, it's tough to be Buffalo, man. <laughs> no, I think Buffalo wouldn't want him. I don't think it's him not wanting Buffalo. Like really? I think the fan I don't think the fans would accept him. I don't know. I think the fans fans will take anyone who's willing to be Maybe. Available, but <laughs> yeah. But if he went to Buffalo, he would always have third degree burns all over his body when he comes to practice from getting pooped on. <laughs> okay, we could leave it at that. <laughs> we'll end it with poop boy. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening. Make sure to go follow us on all our platforms. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Reddit. TikTok, YouTube, we got it all. We got it all. And uh, join us next week. We're going to do – it's going to be a pretty long podcast. I think we're going to do about four or five hours, and we're just going to talk about uh, the Detroit Lions. So get ready for that. (laughs) Don't sleep on the Lions.